Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you bright and early. This is the Mornings with the Holy Spirit official prayer broadcast. Eight years. Wow, wow, wow. God is good. God is faithful. I'm the founder of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're a church, a house of prayer, healing rooms, prophecy rooms, lots of equipping, special events. And we birthed the Awakening Prayer Hubs movement, awakeningprayerhubs.com. South Africa, South Africa. I'm calling you South Africa. Oh, we need more prayer hubs in South Africa. God is speaking to me about something special in South Africa, but we need to raise up a good number of prayer hubs in South Africa first. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Consider joining that movement. I'll tell you, I feel like we need to have a special interest call just for South Africa. We did the Awakening Digital World Tour in South Africa. Maybe we need to start there. Oh, South Africa, South Africa. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Help me help you bring revival to your city, to your nation. Join the movement, find a hub, start a hub. God is good. I'm the founder of the Ignite Prophetic Network, ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. We are contending for a pure prophetic flow. We're a prophetic family. It is a family of prophetic people. We are learning, growing together, doing a Q&A inside the group this week. I asked many of you to post your questions in advance. A few of you did. Always get your questions answered if you follow the instructions because I'm there to equip and educate you. It's the joy of my life. That and prayer, prophecy and prayer. God is good all the time. Guys, listen, get involved in our our church, South Florida, Awakening House of Prayer, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. Come visit if you're in the region. Today's devotion is titled, Honor Me With Your Time, and it comes from Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I appreciate it when you adjust your schedule to spend extra time with me. I see the demands on your time, the people pulling you in different directions, the pressures that try to crowd me out of your day. When you honor me with your time, I promise to help you meet the demands 
the responsibilities, and the pressures the world brings your way. So come and take a few extra minutes with me right now. My grace awaits you, says the Spirit of God. Come on, John 15, 1 through 5, Deuteronomy 4, 9, Luke 12, 34 are the scripture references for today. And the prayer starter, spending time with you is a joy. I wish I had more time to give. Show me ways to adjust my schedule so that I can spend more time in your presence, in prayer and in study. Give me the grace to do more in less time so I can devote more time to you. God, we lift up your name. You are so gracious. You are an everywhere all the time, on time, God. That is who you are. You are amazing. You are spectacular. Oh, Jesus, forgive us for ever complaining about anything at any time. When your goodness permeates the earth, when your grace exudes from your spirit into our atmospheres, we are so grateful for everything you've done for us. We are so grateful for everything you represent. We are so grateful for who you are to us. You are the unshakable God. You are the God who sits high above the circle of the earth, looking down on us with eyes of love, with with eyes that are looking for someone through whom to show yourself strong. Your eyes are everywhere. Somebody just get that today. The, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. The ears of the Lord hear everything. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. The ears of the Lord hear everything. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. You see everything. God. <laughs> you see everything all the time. Nothing gets by you. You see our uprising and our downsetting. You see our tears. Not only do you see them, but you collect them in a bottle. Oh, Jesus, you see our good deeds. You see every seed that we sow. You see when we're walking through the storms, when we're battled by the trials when we're in spiritual warfare that doesn't seem like it will ever end. You see it. You're watching. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Oh, but you don't just see. You intervene at the sound of our voice. You're not just watching over us. You are watching over us with love, watching over us with care, watching over us with concern, watching over us with the intent to intervene in our affairs at just the right time. You watch over us just waiting for the perfect second to manifest with a miracle. You watch over us just waiting for that perfect interlude to step in with the still small voice and give us the direction that we need to get to the other side of the wilderness. That is how good you are. That is the God that we serve. Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help 
us, Lord, to continue to gaze upon your beauty, to exalt you in our midst because you are worthy. Help us, help us, help us to keep our eyes on you the way that you keep your eyes on us. Oh, come on. Help us to keep our eyes on you, oh God, the way that you keep your eyes on us. Oh, eye to eye, face to face, glory to glory, faith to faith. Help us, Lord, to lock in with you, to get on your frequency, to see what you're doing. Jesus said, I will only do what I see the Father doing. So God, we want to be in that same spirit. We want to be of that same nature, and we are, but we want to walk in that which we are. We want to do what we see the Father doing. We don't want to complain about what we see the devil doing. We want to do what we see the Father doing. It does us no good to complain about what the devil's doing. How about instead we do what we see the Father doing? Oh, Jesus, how about if we gaze upon the beauty of Jesus, looking at what he did, looking at what he said, looking at how he moved, looking at how he dealt with problems and trials and storms and persecutions. How about if we put our eye on that? Oh, Jesus, draw our eyes to your beauty. Draw our eyes to your doing, your being. Draw our eyes, get our attention, show us your glory, O God, for you are so good. Even in the midst of the warfare, your eye is on us. You know what maneuver we need to make next. You know where on the the spiritual chessboard we need to move ourselves. You know, you know, you know which weapon we need to pick up to fight the battle that we are in. You know, you know where the enemy is hiding, lying in wait to ambush our hearts. God, you know, you know the lie with which we have been trapped and ensnared and you know how to deliver us. Oh, Jesus, your eye is on us. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. You are looking down on us, knowing that we will not stray too far. Even when the enemy tempts us out of your presence, you will step in. You will get our attention. You will do whatever it takes to secure us, to keep us in your hand because the devil cannot snatch us out of his hand. He tries. The devil tries. The devil tries. The devil tries. I just saw a picture. I just saw a picture of someone literally being stretched, like almost pulled into, you know why? Do you know why sometimes there's more than one reason, but do you know why sometimes you feel like you're being pulled? You feel like you're being torn in two. You feel like you're being stretched beyond your capacity. There's more than one reason, but I submit to you today that one of the reasons is because God has you in his hand and the enemy is trying to pull you out of God's hand. Selah. Pause and think about that for a moment. There's this internal struggle. There's this resistance. There's this pull like a magnetizing force. And sometimes it's because God has you firmly in his grip, but the enemy is doing everything he can to unlatch the fingers of God's hand around you. He's pulling on your legs. He's pulling on your torso. He's pulling you, trying to pull you out of God's hand, and it will not work. But unless you resist 
unless you get unless you get fully on God's side resting in him trusting in him aligning your will with his will there will be an internal struggle if you side with the enemy well you know what that's called listen listen you know what that's called listen listen temptation when you lean toward the devil's temptations that is when you'll start to feel pulled apart as long as you are securely in his will seeking his face shutting the temptations resisting the vain imaginations saying no devil as long as you keep the door shut as long as you don't entertain his thoughts as long as you don't meditate on the whispers in your soul from the subtle crafty serpent you won't feel that internal struggle you feel that internal struggle when you've given ear to the enemy and he begins to to pull you saying this one's mine this one has agreed with me this one has allowed me to renew their mind with my lies and my lies have become their truth and the enemy begins to pull 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 and you're not resisting God will give you the grace to resist temptation God will give you the grace to resist the lies God will give you the grace to resist the vain imaginations God will give you the grace not to give up God will give you the grace 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 God sent Paul he sent Paul you won't like this theology he sent Paul a a, 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 a messenger of Satan a thorn in his side God sent it <laughs> you don't like that I don't like it God sent it God sent it God sent it God sent the thorn in in Paul's side God sent it the messenger of Satan he allowed it he allowed it and Paul asked him to remove it and God said no my grace is sufficient for you three times Paul asked God to take it away and God said no my grace is sufficient for when you are weak I am strong when you feel too weak to deal with the temptation he is strong if you'll lean to his side you're gonna lean one way or another you're going to lean one way or another when temptation comes you're going to lean one way or another you're either going to lean into God's strength or you're gonna lean into your own strength and when you start leaning into your own strength that is where the devil has you right where he wants you because you're outside the grace of God his grace is still sufficient at any moment that you want to turn back but you're gonna to have to choose which way you're gonna lean Hebrew says in the amplified version to lean our entire personalities on him Hebrew says in the amplified to lean our entire personality on him everything we have everything where we lean it toward him if we lean it any other way it'll fall over if we try to lean our lives on any other wall that wall will crumble it's not steady we have to lean it on the Christ so father help us today help us today help us today to lean into you help us today when the temptations come when the trials come when the storms come when the difficult times come when the uncertainty comes help us to lean into you not to our own understanding <laughs> leaning into you not to our own understanding our own understanding is defiled by things we believe that aren't right things we believe that aren't true our own understanding is defiled 
it's not perfect our wisdom is not perfect the only wisdom that's perfect is the wisdom that's from above the wisdom that's from God there's a carnal fleshly demonic wisdom that the enemy wants to tempt us to listen to when we don't know where to go when we don't know where to turn but we know where to go and we know where to turn and we will go to our God and we will turn to Jesus and we will lean on him and depend on him and not on our own understanding we will lean on him to get the understanding that we need to go through wherever we're going whatever it is however it is that is how we will move and live and have our being in him by acknowledging him in all of our ways and leaning not to our own understanding we're gonna lean into him somebody just needs to lean into him today he is so good he has your back he will always catch you <laughs> he will always catch you he will always catch you so we break the power the hold that these temptations have over our soul we break the power we break the hold some of you are dealing with certain things and it's almost like an addiction it's a borderline addiction it's such a habit that it's almost an addiction it's such a habit that it's almost an addiction there's somebody listening to me right now you're addicted to sugar <laughs> oh that's no big deal it is a big deal sugar is more addictive than cocaine it gives you diabetes and all kinds of issues and you don't want what that brings some of you are addicted to entertainment and that is renewing your mind it's conforming you into the image of the world and you wonder why you feel absent from God why you can't get revelation from the word is because you're getting revelation from the entertainment mountain and the revelation didn't come from God father help us today somebody's gonna get delivered help us today somebody's getting set free help us today we lean into all of these other things to find comfort we lean into all of these other things these institutions to find wisdom we lean into the media to get information that's half cocked and half baked and half true father help us today to lean into you help us Lord remove the hooks from our flesh that the enemy comes to grab hold of remove the hooks <laughs> that the enemy has in us how about that remove the hooks God that the enemy has in us those things were hooked on come on those things were hooked on come on those things were hooked on that are not of you God remove those hooks because the enemy has ensnared us with a hook come on what are you hooked 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 on be honest with yourself what are you hooked on be honest with yourself what are you hooked on some TV show some sports cast what are you hooked on father deliver us from the things that we're hooked on the only one who deserves our adoration is you we don't want to be hooked on food or hooked on alcohol or hooked on sugar or hooked on entertainment hooked on pornography hooked on hooked on hooked on hooked on God remove the hooks today in Jesus name so we can walk free unhindered ever wonder why sometimes you're running full speed and then all of a sudden it seems as if you hit a snag and something just yanked you back that's because of the hook that's because of the hook that's because of the hook we don't want you just to cut the line God remove the hook don't just cut the fishing line don't just cut the devil's fishing line don't just cut the devil's fishing line God remove the hook extract the hook 
And help us, Lord, to stop falling for the same bait that we fell for in the past season. That demonic bait. It's the temptation that I was talking to you about earlier. Help us, Lord, to stop it, to stop it, to stop it, to spit out the bait. To regurgitate the bait. What bait is he luring you with? What bait is he luring you with? What bait? What bait? What bait? How is he hooking you? What's the bait? How is the devil hooking you? What's the bait? What is the temptation? What is the lie? What is the false promise? What is the false prophecy? Because the devil will prophesy to you health, wealth, and blessings. He sure will. He said to Jesus, if you see all these cities, the whole world, it's yours. Just bow to me. And when you bite into that false prophecy over and over and over and over and over, you are coming into agreement and bowing with the wrong God. It's witchcraft. So Father, help us to stop being baited by the false prophets. Help us to stop being baited by false teaching. Help us to stop being baited by false promises. Help us to stop being baited. To let these things not even turn our heads any longer. Let these things not even have any, no desire. There's just no desire. You know, another name for Jesus is the desire of the nations. The desire of the nations. He is called the desire of the nations. What if, what if he was our one thing? What if he was our strongest desire? What if he was our all in all? What if he was our everything? What if he fulfilled that place in our heart that all these other things compete for? I submit to you, we would not take the devil's bait. I submit to you that his temptations would fall to the ground. His false prophecies would fall to the ground. His maneuvers would not manifest in such a way that we would continue to buy into them. What? Hook, line, and sinker. Now, when you've swallowed the sinker, that's a whole other level of deception. The hook has the bait. The line pulls you in. The sinker's at the bottom of the thing. I tell you what, if you swallow the sinker, you're sunk. The good news is God can rescue you. God can deliver you from whatever temptation has snared you, whatever addiction has snared you, from whatever false ideology has snared you. God is able to deliver you from the snare. He's able and he is willing and he wants to. He wants to. He wants to. So help us today, God. Deliver us from the snare of the fowler. Deliver us from the snare of the false prophet. Deliver us from the snare of false ideologies. Deliver us from the snare of selfishness. Deliver us from the snare. Deliver us from the snare. Come on. Deliver us from the snare of addiction. Deliver us from the snare of depression, hopelessness. Deliver us from the snares of the enemy. Whatever snares they are whatever their name is deliver us today oh God for you alone are worthy of our praise you alone are worthy of our adoration and we will serve no other God and have no other God before you but you are the object of our allegiance you are the only one and our only good so we pledge our allegiance to you this morning God and we're so grateful that nothing and no one can snatch us out of your hand Nothing and no one can snatch us out of your hand. So we grab another hold, another hold of your hand and we will lean into you and we will not let go. We will not let go. We will never let go because you will never let go. And for all eternity, we will call you our God, our Savior, our Master, the Holy One of Israel. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name.
Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. I want to pray through one more thing with you. I need you to share this with somebody. We got to lift our, we got to cause our faith to rise. We got to do something to bring our faith higher. Some of you are struggling. I know some of you are struggling. And no matter where your faith is now, your faith can be stronger. Your faith can be deeper. No matter where you are, the water level of your faith can rise higher. And we need it to because the times we're coming into, these bubblegum prophets aren't going to be able to help you anymore. I said these bubblegum prophets aren't going to be able to help you anymore. No little false prophecy of the month is going to rise your tide anymore. It's going to take true faith in the one true living God. Share this with somebody right now. If you're just coming in, share the broadcast. We're going to pray some more. Would you help us this morning to develop an unshakable faith? Would you help us, God? Because you've given us the measure of faith. You gave us that measure. You gave us the measure of faith so that we could believe you, so that we could believe that you Jesus are the son of the living God and put our trust in you, put our faith in you and confess with our mouth that you are God. You gave us that measure of faith and then you've given us full reign to develop it as strong as strong as we can. We want to have unshakable faith. We want to have faith that stands in the midst of the worst storm that knows who you are and confesses your goodness no matter what we see going on around us. We want to have that kind of faith. We want to be grateful for the measure of faith and then build upon that. So help us, God. I love this in Hebrews 12, 28. Therefore, let us be grateful. Be what? Grateful. No complaining, no. Grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. That is the heart posture by which we come into his presence. In church, in our homes, when we wake up in the morning. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and all. The kingdom that we stand in cannot be shaken. Therefore, I say to you, our faith should not be shaken. If the kingdom in which we stand cannot be shaken, if our God cannot be shaken, then our faith should never be shaken. So help us, Lord, today to develop unshakable faith in the face of every instance, in the face of every obstacle, in the face of all warfare. Help us, Lord, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed either by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. I love this in 2 Thessalonians 2, 2. We're not supposed to let anything quickly shake us in mind. We're not supposed to let anything alarm our faith. We're not supposed to let anything shake us in our mind. We are not supposed to let anything alarm our faith. We're supposed to be steadfast, persevering in the faith. Believing that our God is good, even in the middle of a storm. Believing that he's still good, even in the midst of a trial. Anybody can say God is good when everything is going well. It takes true faith in the heart to confess that God is good when everything around you is shaking and crumbling. When everybody around you is walking away or stabbing you in the back. When false prophets are cursing you. It takes 
true heart faith to say that God is good when everything around us is crumbling. Hebrews 23 says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Why? Why would we do that? How can we do that? When everything is falling apart and the writer of Hebrews says, let it hold fast, hold fast to the, the profession, the confession of your faith without wavering. No matter what's going on, no matter what happens, hold fast to your faith without wavering. And then it says in parentheses, listen, for he is faithful that promised. This is why we hold fast to our faith. This is why we work with the grace of God to develop unshakable faith because he's faithful who promised. He is faithful who promised the one who made the promise to never leave you or forsake you is faithful. Even when you are not faithful, he's faithful. That is who he is. He did one of the names for Jesus is faithful witness. That is who he is. He is faithful. David said, I have said, David said, I have set the Lord always before me because he, because why? Because, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Why would David not be shaken? Why would David not be shaken? Because he had the Lord always set before him because he always had the Lord in his sight. He kept him in his purview, even at his right hand. David kept the Lord right at his right hand. He knew that he was walking with the Lord. He understood something Jesus would say 2,000 years later in Matthew 24. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. David could not be shaken. Faith in his God could never be shaken. He was unshakable because he knew the word of the Lord was true. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there shall be no end. Our kingdom, our kingdom, the kingdom in which we live, our kingdom, <laughs> our kingdom, the kingdom in which we live is unshakable. Therefore, our faith in the God who created the kingdom and who created us and who created all things for that matter should not be shaken. Let us hold tightly without wavering. Double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Some of you, we've all been there. You've got faith one moment. By the end of the day, you're full of doubt and unbelief and fear, and you're ready to give up. You woke up and you were full of faith, full of fight, full of hope, full of zeal. By the time you get to work, somebody stole your lunch out of the refrigerator and you're angry. By the mid-afternoon, they talk about job cuts, you're afraid. And by the time you get home, you're confessing that your life is falling apart and there's no hope. That should not be your portion. That should not be your walk. That should not be. Rather, hold tightly to your faith that you say you have. And let us see your faith. We can trust the one who made the promise. We can trust God to keep his promises. I decree your faith is unshakable. I decree your faith is unshakable. Come what may, hell or high water, your faith will not be shaken. You're going to hold on to it this time. You're going to do what it takes 
to go deeper, to root yourself deeper in the love and the presence and the being and the hope of Christ. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're not going to have passive faith. I decree your faith shall not be passive anymore, but you will have an aggressive, violent faith. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. I decree your faith is moving from passive to violent. From lukewarm to fiery hot in Jesus name. I decree your faith is unshakable, immovable. Let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. God, we worship you. We worship you, the author and the finisher of our faith. We worship you. We worship you, the author and the finisher of our faith. We worship you. <laughs> we worship you and you alone. We worship you. You are worthy. We adore you. Lead us and guide us on this journey to unshakable faith. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? We've all got to deepen our faith. I tell you, we've got to do it. I've got to do it. I am with you. I'm with you in this. It's a, it's a struggle. It can be a struggle. Certain things happen and you're just not sure why. You don't know what's going on. It's okay to ask God why, but if he doesn't answer you, just know that he's still with you. Just know that he's still with you. Just know that he's still with you. Amen. He's still with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. We say these things, we speak these things, but then when the trial comes, sometimes we feel a whole lot different when the storms come, when the uncertain times come, when the trouble comes. Jesus, I would invite you to be part of our new series that we're starting in a couple of weeks on unshakable faith. If that would help you, you can go to schoolofthespirit.tv. God is good all the time. All the time you want to sow into the ministry, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. Guys, remember, our church is in South Florida. You can come to our services in person. You can watch the first service online at ahop.online. Or you can come in person, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. The, the church services are completely different. Cash app is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Some of you still want to get on that Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft webinar. You can do that. Get the book, Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft. Get that at schoolofthespirit.tv. Get the book also on Amazon.com. This is uh, perhaps the most important book I've ever. Get on the mailing list at jenniferleclair.org. Text the word PROFIT to 555-888. Fill in your email. Text the word PROFIT at 555-888. God is good. Praise God. God bless you all. See you today. I'll be back with you tomorrow. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. 
We have over a thousand members online, hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.